Good morning. This is Leanne Fitzpatrick, and here with me today is Jean-Michel Way, Randy Ruhoey, and on the panel, the great John Brownscombe. <laughs> um, Sahaja Yoga is basically a process of self-realization and actualization that you can have. It's, um, it's a process of awakening and integrating with the Kundalini, which is the universal, universal spiritual energy which everybody has laying at the base of their spine. And with Sahaja Yoga, this experience is available to everyone. It's very simple and uh, unusually there is no cost involved because this is your own. It's a natural, spontaneous energy within you that merely needs to be awakened. Now human beings can't achieve harmony with each other, with the earth, with nature, unless we first establish peace within ourselves and achieve our self-realization. And later in the program you're going to have the opportunity of having this awakening and verifying for yourself the uh, Kundalini Awakening, which is in the form of a cool breeze on your hands or along your spine and above your head. And we'll be right back with Jean-Michel. topic today we've chosen to speak about the first chakra as we as you may know the subtle system in everybody uh, there are seven chakras along the spine and uh, the first chakra is very important very necessary. necessary exactly it's the first chakra so it is like the base of our evolution the support of our evolution and um, Sri Mataji, who is the, the founder of Sajaga, call, calls it the support of the root of creation. That's the dimension of this chakra. So today we are going to try to express you uh, the feeling of this chakra. We are not professionals of Sajaga. There are no professionals in Sajaga. We are just uh, like, like you. We are trying to find a way to, to be free and to be ourselves. So. Um, maybe we can share our ideas about this today and we'll go through a, a meditation process with Andrew who is going to play flute, a raga. Um, what can we say about Muladhara Chakra just to guide you the, the main lines is the, the Muladhara is placed at the lowest region of the trunk of human beings um, above the center of the seat. This most vital and important center is in a subtle, subtle form. The gross expression of this center is the pelvic plexus, as described in the medical terminology. And this, the plexus surrounds the subtle center. The element to which it is related is the earth. And actually the earth will be the, the next uh, subject of the, the program next week. So if you want to follow this, it's important also. Um, maybe Lianan can introduce uh, the aspect of the Muladhara Chakra. This is the Sanskrit name of, for this first center, and in India, it's it has um, uh, a sort of representation to make pe people understand what it is. Yes, the um, the Hindu religion 
um, recognizes a deity known as Sri Ganesha. And uh, for some of you listening today, you'll know that there's a Ganesha festival going on uh, down in Helitsburg. Now, this is, this is a celebration of this deity, which is uh, symbolized by a, a child god. He's, he's got a child's body and the head of a baby elephant. And the, the Ganesha is symbolized, the principle of Ganesha is symbolized by innocence and wisdom and purity and joy. And, uh, and above all, good humor. He's, um, he, he's always associated with joyous activities. Um, he's always invoked um, to remove obstacles when people embark upon a new venture, a new journey, um, when a child is born, uh, to, to allow a, a peaceful, beautiful path for the child to grow and develop. Um, the, the thing that Sri Mataji says about Sri Ganesha is that he's extremely subtle. The power of of this principle within us, as represented by Sri Ganesha, is very subtle. It exists in everything. There is a quality of this bottom chakra, the first chakra, in every chakra in the subtle system. And so, before your Kundalini can be awakened, this um, this chakra has to first sort of um, prepare the way, if you like, because everything depends on on the Kundalini awakening through this Muladhara Chakra. Now, it, it exists, the, the principle of uh, the Ganesha power in, in the Muladhara Chakra is vibrations. Um, vibrations are the thing, it's, it's like um, um, when, when your subtle system is awakened by the Kundalini energy, which happens uh, through the teachings of Srimataji Nirmala Devi, you're going to have it today, um, the, these vibrations are created, it, it's like a resonance in your subtle system within the central nervous system, if you like. It, it sounds complicated, but it's very simple. This is the expression of wisdom, these vibrations, is really the... And it expression. permeates everything, it goes through matter, just like the, yeah. the sound waves goes through matter. This, this is a very subtle energy which goes through everything. And, yeah. and, and it, it, it reverberates in the atoms and the molecules of, of all of creation. And so uh, you can see the, the um, parallel between our subtle spiritual um, growth and purity as reflected in nature. Maybe we can do one day the, the expression, uh, scientific way of understanding the first Yes, chakra, yes. What well, carbon atom and all this? Well, that's very interesting you said that. Um, the carbon atom, the, the shape of it, when you look at it one way, is in the shape of a swastika, which is a symbol in the Hindu uh, tra traditions of Sri Ganesha That's and of the innocence. Exactly. For branches. And you look at it from another direction, and it's in a, it's in the shape of an omkara, which is another symbol of Sri Ganesha, which uh, which is symbolized in in um, our ancient teachings as the primal yeah. sound. And the, yes, omkara and alpha in the Bible is the same. Exactly right. Mm. So, I mean, there's all these parallels, you know, it, it's no coincidence, I think. Actually, a very interesting parallel uh, between Sri Ganesha and what's happening in the Bible is that um, Sri Ganesha, his principle of innocence and wisdom, and he's also of a virgin birth. His mother, Sri Parvati, who's in the Hindu tradition, is the, the mother god, the, the virgin aspect of God, who is actually the virgin mother of Sri Ganesha. The story of Sri Ganesha is, is very interesting. It's, it's said in times which are supposedly before creation, before creation of the world, so they're actually establishing principles. And the Sri Ganesha 
was created from the paste of the creams and ointments and scented uh, perfumes and everything that was rubbed on her body, that she rubbed on her own body when she was taking a bath. And she wanted somebody to to stand at the doorway and, and prevent the Lord Sri Shiva from coming and entering because all the servants that were there were his because he was, of course, God. And so they, they all listened to him. So she wanted somebody who would actually say, no, you can't come in either because she was not yet married to him. And so what, what she did, she created Sri Ganesha, who was a, a small baby, and he stood at the door and Sri Shiva came and said, okay, I'm coming in now. And he said, no, you can't. <laughs> and, and so, uh, and so he said, "Well, who are you anyway? I mean, do you, you know who I am?" He said, "Doesn't matter." Yeah. <laughs> and and anyway, what happened was, by uh, eventually by trickery, because of his innocence, they tricked Sri Ganesha. Sri Shiva got together with the other gods. Remember, this is a story teaching us principles. It's, it's, it's uh, the principle of the innocence being almighty and all powerful. Which, which only could be overcome by trickery that was established. And as a result, Sri Pavati became very cross because Sri Ganesha's head was cut off. And what happened was she went back to Sri Shiva, or actually the gods went back to Sri Shiva because in her anger she was destroying the heavens <laughs> and standing on everything and just, you know... As a mother would. <laughs> she, was, she was very upset. And um, so the, they went back to Sri Shiva and said, how can we restore, you know... Sri Ganesha because she won't stop unless he's restored back to life and he was actually brought back to life as well and he said the only way you can do it is go into the jungle and get the head of the first baby animal that you find and and it was an elephant and when the elephant's head was placed on Sri Ganesha's trunk he came back to life and uh, Sri Shiva made the promise that before any worship before any ceremony before any important task was undertaken that he would be uh, worshipped first and that's Sri Ganesha and so that's the meaning of Sri Ganesha and, and the today's important Sri Ganesha ceremony of, of the Hindu tradition but there are parallels within the Christian tradition uh, Sri Jesus or the holy Jesus who was born only 2000 years ago was born of a virgin birth and he also was resurrected from the death so if the christians had first gone into india and explained and actually looked at the religion that was already there there may not have been a necessity to try and undermine the hindu religion <laughs> and <laughs> replace it because it's all the religions eventually merge into one that's right the essence yeah. of all the religions is the same thing yeah. mm. well we, we have a, a talk by sri mataji who actually um explains uh, a little bit about that but first we're going to have a little bit of music.
the talk we're going to listen to was given in 1991 in Auckland and it is where Srimadhati is discussing and talking about the quality of Sri Gauri who is the mother of Sri Ganesha who is the Parvati and the Virgin Mother. The principle of the Kundalini is this the pure desire for us to evolve. It's the energy which gives us our evolution and passes up the spine and it's based in the base of the spine on the triangular bone called the sacrum bone. Below that is the Muladhara Chakra which is the seat of Sri Ganesha and it is here that is the root, the foundation of the Kundalini energy. So the talk we're going to listen to explains how in the beginning she gives quick reference to Sri Ganesha and his relationship to Christ which is talked about a, a bit earlier in the talk but the part we're going to listen to is the, the raising of the Kundalini and how the Kundalini passes mm. through the chakras and the chakras open up for each mm. chakra as, as the Kundalini That's passes through and here it is now. And we maybe just before that we can just enjoy some uh, nice songs from children Why the Kundalini is the virgin, the virgin mother of Sri Ganesha? People have started talking against 
maybe by saying that there was something wrong, how could the virgin get a child? Because we do not understand it is God. And in the area of God, anything is possible. They are above all these things. And they can create anything. And in any way, Ganesha had to be born out of a virgin because he was so pure. So Kundalini has to be supported by Sri Ganesha. If Sri Ganesha is weak, then Kundalini cannot be supported. Sri Ganesha has to support her in the awakening part, first of all. When the Kundalini is getting awakened, Sri Ganesha stops all the functions that it has to perform. All the functions are stopped, so that you must have seen I sit for nine hours, ten hours sometimes, I don't get up, because all functions of Sri Ganesha, everything stops when the Kundalini is rising. She is fully supported and looked after by Sri Ganesha. Kundalini is the energy that, you know, which gives you your ascent. But it's a virgin energy. It's an energy that is detached. It doesn't get attached to any center, to any function. Only one function it has to do is to slowly and steadily pass through all these centers, nourish them, give them whatever they like, whatever they want, whatever they can bear, and slowly and steadily open the sastra. She's coiled up in three and a half coils. <coughs> it has a mathematical significance. Why? And uh, half why she's, I think in my book I have described about her. But uh, though she's a virgin energy, still she's so wise, so sensible, so loving and so caring that when she rises, she doesn't give any complications to you. She doesn't even make you feel that she's rising. In some people she does, when the people are not normal, some obstruction is there, then you do feel. But normally you do not even feel how she's rising. She goes up in a way automatically, supported by the whole mechanism. When she rises from one center to another center, 
door center first opens for her to enter in, and then it augments. It closes down so that it can keep the Kundalini in its place. Then it goes higher, there again, till it pierces through Sahasrara. This ascending of Kundalini goes on. This is what is Raji Yoga. That is not artificial, something outside, but a spontaneous working of the mechanism is Raji As I always say that when you start the motor car, all the mechanism starts working by itself, but by just moving the wheel you cannot make the car move. In the same way, when the Kundalini is rising, she rises spontaneously and passes through these six centers. That time she also at Vishuddhi, she opens the Vishuddhi and when she emerges through it at that time, the tongue is little bit pulled in just to keep the flow on. This, this action is called as khechari. So when people are very deeply in meditation, those who have achieved great heights in meditation. So now we are going to go through the meditation process, if you would like to. And Andrew is going to play a raga on the flute. The process of meditation, of realization, is very simple. You just have to use your desire. And uh, the best position for you is to sit down on earth, on the ground, or on a chair. Your feet right down to, to the ground. And please take off your shoes to be in contact with Mother Nature, Mother Earth. Please close your eyes, put your attention inside, and we are going to awaken, try to awaken this principle in us of innocence and pure desire of the Kundalini. We are going to put our right hand on different places on the left side of our body. The left side is the side of desire. And we are going to ask the qualities of each center, each level of awareness. So we start, uh, we, we keep our left hand, palm to the sky, on the lap, just, and right hand on the heart. Keep your eyes closed and ask the question inside you, inside yourself, speaking to Mother, or to the Kundalini, which, who is our spiritual mother. Mother, am I the spirit? Mother, am I the spirit? Now we put our hand a little bit below, just on the left, left side of the stomach. Mother, 
Am I my own master? Am I my own teacher? We can ask this question ten times. Mother, am I my own master? Then we move our hand below, at the end of the leg, the base of the trunk. And you can press a little bit hard on this part. This is the center of pure knowledge. Mother, please, give me pure knowledge. Give me divine knowledge. meditation comes from Sri Ganesha. Mother, I am my own master. We bring back, we bring back our hand on left heart, I mean the heart on the left side of the body. Mother, I am the spirit. I am the Spirit. Nothing but the Spirit. with others and with ourselves. Mother, I'm not guilty. 
Then we put our hand on the forehead. We can bend a little bit the head forward. Mother, I forgive everyone. I forgive myself. At this point, Sri Ganesha, the principle of the first chakra, is very, very important and very present at this level. Unless we, bec we become la uh, like children, we don't know and understand what is innocence and forgiveness. Mother, I forgive everybody and myself. Mother, I forgive. put our hand at the back of the head and there we can just say for our own satisfaction mother please forgive me for any mistakes I may have done in the past is placed at the fontanelle bone. We can press a little bit with the palm, stretch our fingers and massage turning in a clockwise way seven times. All our attention is there. Mother, please Give me my self-realization. Mother, please give me my, give me my self-realization. the hand above the head 10-15 centimeters and try to feel this cool breeze which flows from the head from the center of the palm of the hand 
Watch your attention inside. Are you silent? Then we can change the hand. Put the right hand on the lap and the left hand above the head. Try to feel this cool breeze which flows like waves. Waves of innocence. Now we can stay in meditation for a few minutes. Kundalini awakened, 
Um, it's as simple as meditating morning and night for 10 or 15 minutes to establish your self-realization and to achieve that integration that we've been talking about all these weeks. Um, it's, it's a very simple thing to sit down in the morning and meditate, put your attention on the chakras as we did today, and keep also your attention at the top of your head because that's the focus, that's where the kundalini has to be at all times. Um, ultimately, uh, we want to be in meditation all the time, but it's not a difficult thing as, as people might think. You don't lose consciousness. Um, it's like um, women in, in the East who carry water pots. They've got, you know, three or four different pots piled on the top of their head. And, uh, but they're talking along. Uh, they might have a child walking along beside them. They have their attention on, on their friends and their family around them, but they're always having the attention that the water isn't spilling out of those pots. It's like that. Yeah. And uh, it makes me think about the importance to, to get this attention stable in ourselves at the top of the head keep it there and to sustain that you have also to keep it very down in the earth to, to make these roots very strong between the top and, and the, the base and um, maybe after a little bit of music we can talk about how to protect our first chakra and how to mm. cure it it's just an introduction because we have some some sort of courses of Sahaja Yoga just to help each other to understand how it works, how to use the elements, how to cure ourselves, how to meditate deeper and share joy together. Just before we, we listen to the little uh, children's song we've got here, I just wanted to re relate an interesting story about the painting Mona Lisa. Everybody's familiar with the Mona Lisa and for centuries people have been wondering about that smile. Um, Srimataji, uh, who has studied uh, vast um, um, subjects uh, in her lifetime, um, she, she actually spoke about it once, and I'll just read to you what she said. Uh, it's about the Mona Lisa. She cannot be an actress. She cannot be in, in any beauty contest. Her face is very serene, very motherly, very pure. Her eyes, and that's why it's that she is eternally so much appreciated. The reason is there is Ganesha principle in her. She's a mother. The story about that one is that this lady had lost her child, and she would never smile, and she would never cry. And one little child was brought to her. She saw the child, and then the smile that came on her face of the love for the child is being depicted by this great artist. And that's why people are appreciating the painting. So, uh, and if you appreciate the painting, it's your own Ganesha principle that is recognizing um, the depth and, and the qualities of this Ganesha principle, which is innately in everyone. Thank you. 
got your self-realization, which is the very important thing to do today, because time is to get it now. Sri Mataji is very clear about that. People would really put a lot of effort before to get their knowledge, and now it's, it's, it's possible for many people to get it today. And this is the, the first thing that will bring us back to the, the, the innocence to the to the roots of our uh, the reality of, of ourselves and I just keep in mind to tell you that to improve these qualities you can try to sit on mothers on the grass in silence as much as you can every day <laughs> and practice meditation Sahaj meditation and pray for wisdom and purity that's the thing I, f I feel it's important for everybody, I, I, even the ones who practice Sahaja Yoga for a long time. It's very important to keep this in mind. Yes, we use all the elements, and the earth element is a very um, uh, important expression of, of that um, nurturing, pure quality that, that uh, this Ganesha principle embodies. Um, just on, on a, another note, we, with all the activity last weekend and this weekend regarding Princess Diana and and um, all of that situation. It's, um, it's been a, a curious uh, thing for a lot of people that the world has responded the way it has in, in such mass um, uh, mournful states. Uh, and why is that? You know, why did people react to the death of John F. Kennedy and his brother? Or to uh, the death of John Lennon, Anwar Sadat, Mahatma Gandhi? It's because these were born realized souls and inwardly, innerly, uh, you know, deeply in ourselves, we subtly recognize that they have had this energy working and that's why they were so dynamic, that's why they achieved uh, such great things in their life. And it's the time of our human evolution where more and more people are going to be born realized. They have, you know, done their um, uh, penances, I suppose, and now this is sort of like the, the time where where we we reap the blessings, so to speak, of, so of we, all the yeah. lifetimes. We have to watch our children and the children. You to see, recognize the exactly. realized one. There, there's there's been a lot of people who've come to the uh, Sahaja Yoga programs who've brought their children recently. Mm. Uh, one lady mentioned that she she couldn't understand why the child would suddenly burst into tears. Everybody would be, you know, going about their business completely normal and happy, happily, and suddenly the child would, would complain of a horrible stomachache and burst into tears. Well, we realized that the child was a born-realized soul, and she was responding to some uh, sort of... Uh, a, a catch in a chakra of someone of the family mm. and every time this person visited she would they they realized every time this person came over she started to cry so we taught her how to give her child vibrations mm. to the chakra to help balance the chakra actually especially with children who are born realize they act a little bit like a sponge all the time the kundalini is working <laughs> and their chakras are clearing out their environment so what happens is that the children come into a family and and because they're realized the kundalini is working and it's flowing 
but it's like the chakras are empty and pure, so okay. they're just ready to absorb any negativity from around them. You know, a lot of children who are um, born realise can even be born with problems as a result of clearing out uh, their environment, maybe clearing out their parents, and, trying to work and, out what's yeah. happening so that the situation is better. They're like, they're like little workers. And at the same time, they can be very sensitive to joy. Ah, yeah, the thing is they clear out so easily. All that has to happen is yeah. they raise their kundalini, <laughs> they can clear sip, put their feet in a bucket of water with some yeah. salt water and feel the cool breeze over the head and within five minutes, once they settle down, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just you know, in bliss and joy and they're so sweet again, no matter how mm. cranky they were before. You know, that's the joy. This, this, the mother of this child, I was talking to her this week and she, I said, you know, children really brighten up the house, don't they? And she said, yes, they're always leaving all the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I, <laughs> I got the sweet experience because uh, when my child was born uh, I was got I, I got a quite a hard time in my life this time but I got my realization and all was moving to, to make me see the the point you know inside and I remember when this child was little he was about I don't know four months old maybe smaller when I came back home every night from work just to look at him he was smiling to me all was gone. All was gone. Mm. I was completely cleared out for the whole evening. Mm. Every day like this. It <laughs> <laughs> was marvelous. <laughs> my, my son used to, um, we, we used to sit down for meditation and um, before he could actually kind of understand what it was we were saying, we'd sometimes say the Lord's Prayer to help clear the Agnya Chakra, you know. And one day I, I didn't actually say it. He was saying it. He said, and lead us not into meditation. <laughs> 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 and I had to kind of correct that. <laughs> so, um, if, if you have problems with children that you can't explain, um, this might be one of the things that you could check out um, if, if this child is born realized soul. Put your hand. You're, yes, you just yeah. put your hand above the head uh, when, when they're happy and, and seem to be balanced and all right. And if you feel the coolness coming out, that's it. They, they've, they're they self-realized child. Actually, after listening to the program and you feel your own kundalini coming up, you know, if you if you know a little child nearby, this one in the house, just go over, put your hand over the child's head and keep it there for a few seconds or, or a couple of minutes, you know, if, mm. even if they're watching telly or preferably not watching telly, <laughs> and just see, because you'll find, even if the child's not born realised, with children they're so innocent, they have that quality of innocence, hasn't been covered over yet, and their kundalini comes up so easy and so quick mm. that they're the easiest for realisation. Mm, and and, as, and as they we've respond been saying, so well to vibrations. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just their chakras are clear, they haven't had a, you know, 10, 20, 30 years to muddy up their chakras. But we, know, we have to know something very important, that we all are children. That's and right. this yeah. can happen for every one of us, yeah. very easily. We don't lose our innocence. Our yeah. innocence is there, and if, if it wasn't for our innocence, we wouldn't have the experience. It's only covered over. Look at John, he's a, right. a child face. <laughs> Look at him. It's like with, with all the things that we do in our life, and all the... All the mistakes that we make and, and whatever, it's sort of like the layers get built up and built up. And with meditation, with the, the Kundalini awakening, these layers slowly get peeled off like, like the skin of an onion. It's a very spontaneous thing. You don't have to sort of put your mind like, I'm going to get rid of this today. You know, you just meditate and it happens. It's, it takes care of itself. So, is uh, that it for today? Yes, that's very able to talk about children. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with a program about the Mother Earth and, and what we can do um, in, in a Sahaj way about the environment and, and the, the attitudes that we should perhaps um, embody. Um, but for Sahaj Yoga Meditation, that's it for this week. 